I'm Reg Ferguson, and I'm a fashion consultant from New York City, born and raised. I've been helping men look fly for years, and now I want to help you learn more about menswear, the entrepreneurs, the brands, and top fashion tips on the Fashion Geek Podcast. Yo, this is Reg Ferguson, host of the Fast Geek Podcast. How are you? Hope all is well. I hope you're keeping safe. I'm flying solo today, ladies and gentlemen. Straight off the dome. I hope you enjoy it. So I have a funny story to tell you. Yo, check this out. I received a call Thursday morning. You will hear this from Monday on. From a guy who responded to a service app I use called Thumbtack. I often get leads from that from potential clients. I thought he was one. I was excited. We exchanged messages. And then he said he'd give me a, uh, he, he gave me his number. I called him and went to voicemail, let him know that. He immediately called me back. This is what he called me for. He wanted to know if I was willing to get online for a drop. For real. I totally was thrown off. I I just had to listen. I didn't interrupt him because I was saying to myself, what? A drop? What is he? The term had really even escaped me at that moment. But then he explained the details. Essentially, he wanted me to get on a line, purchase two items for him, and then ship him the items. But uh, there was one major catch, ladies and gentlemen. He seemed totally thrown off when I said to him, well, you're going to have to pay me up front for my time. For the purchase of the items, including tax and including shipping. And in order to do this, you're going to write out an agreement, go to your lawyer, get it notarized. I get it count, you know, we get it countersigned. Send me a copy, you have a copy, and then I'll do the deed. This is what he said to me I don't think it's going to work out. And hung up on me. (laughs) He's from Cleveland. The mistake at the lake. I am a native New Yorker. So what does that mean, ladies and gentlemen? You better uh, come with some game because you're about to run some game. He said to me, well, aren't you going to buy it? And then uh, I said, bro, I don't know you from a hole in the wall. You also don't know me. I don't know you. This is the way we do it. We do it with paperwork. So God forbid if something goes awry, we can point to said paperwork. And that just seemed bewildering to him. He was totally thrown off. Yeah, well, you talk with the wrong guy. I'm not saying he was running a scam, but it smelled like it. So let me tell you 
what the drop was for. You might have heard about this. There's a lot of buzz. This is a hype beast type of thing. I am talking about the Swatch and Omega collabo. Yep. Moon Swatch. People are losing their minds. This is a collaboration between these two Howled brands. That's right. Both of them are Howled. Swatch saved the Swiss watch industry. An Omega, of course, is an OG. But heck, think about it, ladies and gentlemen. You had a Swatch when you were a kid. You're grown now. They've been around a long time. So anyway, it's this mashup. Essentially, it's a Speedmaster Moonwatch. Has all the design elements of one. But there are things that are distinctly Swatch. It has the bioceramic, which is around the bezel. And bioceramic is specific and unique to Swatch. I believe they have a patent on it and it's ceramic and a very high grade of plastic. They have minted 11 pieces representing planets. You know, initially when this guy reached out to me, I took a look and at first I was nonplussed. I think also because I thought he was just trying to run game. And I was annoyed that he didn't understand that I wasn't going to front him any money. I mean, why, why are you calling me? And I just saw one of them and I said, hey, yeah, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to lie. I started looking at them a little bit more. And I think it's pretty cool. I'm assuming he wanted two, by the way. They're going for $260 a piece. And he was clear that he felt that he would keep one and flip the other. But still to the life of me, I don't understand why he thought, out of the goodness of my heart, I would pay for everything up front and then wait for a transaction. I'm from New York, yo. I've been here all my life. That is weak. I also wouldn't ask of that for someone else if I was in the situation. And the only Swatch store retailing this was in Cleveland. <laughs> nope. It's only in the big cities. And we have, what, around four or five locations. We have Soho, which is the one I would have went to. We have World Trade Center, which actually is closer to my house, but I like going to Soho. We have Times Square, Grand Central. I believe that's about it. I think I heard there's a new one on Madison. I don't know. Again, Soho's where I'm at. It's 15 minutes from my house, essentially. Easy peasy. So more about the the watch has a Velcro strap. It's got that serious Omega Loom. It's a quartz. It's 42 millimeter. 
If I had the money, maybe I'd get one. But I don't. I also don't need it. But I think also what I want to talk about is resale markets. Because for me, the whole idea of flipping something is not in my wheelhouse. It's not in my interest. It's not in my purview. I never think of purchasing anything with the interest of putting it out on some marketplace to try to get more money for it. I can't knock anyone's hustle. It's not where I'm going. But as we all know, and particularly Supreme and their rise has been the result of this, there's so many bots out there, so much software you can purchase. And regular folks don't even have a chance to purchase things. Same thing happens with sneakers, particularly Nikes, particularly Jordans, Dunks. It's ridiculous. So it will be interesting when Swatch decides to put this online. I don't know when they're going to do it. But as God is my witness, <laughs> when they do, good luck, everybody. I think it's going to be really difficult. I would have rather, if I was interested in this, I would have, as I said to him, I would get there at 7 o'clock, an hour ahead. I think of our four or five locations, all of them would have a line because... Geeks are geeks, and this is a big deal. And it seems as though, for the little bit of reading I've done, that the two CEOs just said, hey, all these other brands are doing this type of thing. Why don't we do it? So definitely for an individual like myself, who doesn't have the budget to get a Speedmaster, a.k.a. a Speedy, This is a great entry-level piece. There's no question about it. And like I said, I mean, I really, my watches have watches, everybody. I don't need a damn watch. I need a watch like I need a hole in my head. But after I start mucking around online and seeing all the different flavors, yeah, I mean, I would have copped the Saturn. I like the colors. It's like brown and beige. It has the rings at the six o'clock. It'd be cool to have a budget level Omega. (laughs) Have that cool green loom late at night. Under the covers, take a look. But who will really benefit from this? Will it be, as I just mentioned, the individual who never had the means to get to that level of a purchase? Or will it just go to people who with the two order limit either flip one or both watches? How much will they go for? I'm in a Slack menswear community and someone found a screenshot and it was going for the piece was going for like twenty two or twenty six hundred. 
It hasn't even come out yet. So the savages are out there. <laughs> but I was talking with this guy and when I explained to him calmly how it would have to go down, and he said, well, but you'll be buying two two watches. You can do what you want with them. Wait, whoa, 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 what? Bro, I have no interest. By the way, this call was early. Not like early, like I was asleep, but before nine, as I was getting ready to have breakfast. And I just felt on at that moment, he had a little bit of a nerve. <laughs> Like somehow he was doing me a favor, but I ultimately was doing him one. I just loved how he jumped off the phone because like what I was saying to him just didn't make sense. It was foreign. Why would you front money for a complete stranger? I don't think anyone would do that. And I don't know what sucker he uh, he convinced to do this deed for. I'm hoping that from Monday on, and that's when you'll hear this episode, that there'll be photos of people on the lines, not just in New York, but throughout the country. But certainly I'm really fascinated what happens here in New York City in what will the makeup of the people be? Would be women along with men? It's a big watch. Will it be the Hudinky crowd? Like who, who is the customer for this? I guarantee with a two item limit, all the inventory of the stores that have them, let's say specifically in New York City, they will sell out. How long will it take? I have no idea. I think getting there an hour early is reasonable. I would have left my house at 630. I would have gotten up because I'm the slowest mover. But I'm always on time. I would get up around 430. But I would have had breakfast. I would have mucked around. I would have got dressed. I would have got at the train at 630 which means I'd get there before seven. I would have dressed in layers. I would have had some magazines because I keep periodicals in business. I love to read them and have way too many subscriptions. My magazines have magazines, everybody. (laughs) But yeah, and I would have had a bottle of water. I would have carried a, a New York Times tote bag. Comfortable boots, shoes, maybe sneakers. It's a Saturday. And post it up. Maybe engage in conversation with other people or maybe not. But just stand there and wait. See how the line snakes around Broadway. (laughs) Or down Broadway from the corner. So. For all. If any listener cops one of these, I would love for you to send me an email. You could send it at podcast at nyfashiongeek.com or you could DM me on the Insta at New York Fashion Geek 
If one of you is among the multitudes that cops one or two, I would love to I'd love to see a photo or something or you know, just leave me a message <laughs> because really you'll be you'll be in hallowed ground. In the words of my late grandfather, you'll be in prose corner. You'll be one of the few. Because my 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 other question, my follow-up question is when is Swatch going to put it online? They're going to do it next week. They're going to wait and just let the momentum swell. I tell you, when it goes online, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> it's going to be for the many who have bots. It will not be for the few like myself who don't. It's really interesting, though, when you think about it. I started, particularly from the call on Thursday to the beginning of the pod, just going, eh, yeah, whatever. And I'm certainly not caught up in the hype because I just have other things on my mind. <laughs> and my watch collection, I mean, I'm, I'm really done. There's always going to be something new. Just always is. I learned that from my grandfather, too. Right now, it's about scarcity. And that's what's going to drive up the price in the resale market. But continued in the words of my late grandfather, one of my heroes. It's need versus want. He used to have an expression. Old man need more has come and gone. But it's old man want more who keeps knocking at the door. I love that expression. And I think it legitimizes every person in the West, their shopping behavior. Do I need that watch? Heck no. Do I want it? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> 11 flavors, y'all. Which one will you pick? I think it's going to be fun. I think I've kind of turned around. Hey, if you get one, can I borrow it? Just for like five seconds. <laughs> Just want to see what it's like on my wrist. Take a photo with it. Not going to front like it's mine. But to everyone who is gearing up for Saturday, March 26, 8 a.m. retail store opening. Whether you get there an hour ahead, two or three hours, sleeping bag in it, chair. Or just posting up. I hope it's worth it for you. Because I'm not going to be on that line. <laughs> Always be fly. <laughs>